previously on Dompstadt. Assemble the wondrous eight and do what I could not. Signed, Rafe. In our last episode, the bad humanoids go to a gala, seemingly outside of time, in another world. Here they meet the elusive and mysterious Rafe and acquire the lidless eye the third of the wondrous eight to be found in this basilica. As soon as they make their new discovery, the bad humanoids are whisked away back to the basilica, only to realize that this was just a memory of another world. again um last time uh you guys uh acquired the item um uh the lidless eye uh from uh a dinner party um actually a more like a debutante party um for our for the for the intrepid group that you guys whose story you guys are following through this third and final question mark level of the basilica um and uh through a lot of twists and turns and some pretty epic um role playing with uh a ghost and <laughs> like Nero you were the ghost and uh germ talking to this wraith character uh, from beyond the pale, uh, you guys acquired the lidless eye, uh, which of course um, the bearer has plus ten to spell save DC, plus ten to willpower, plus one to flat intelligence, and the bearer has displacement, which means fifty percent of all physical attacks will miss you. Uh, any attack that's made on you, we will first roll, uh, you know, a D four, D six, whatever, and call higher low. Mm-hmm. And if you call correctly, then no matter how much damage it would do, it is nulled. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, what was the intelligence bonus on that again? Plus one to Plus it. Plus one, okay. Yeah. I wrote down two for some reason. Oh, it is. Sorry, it is two. It is two. My bad. Uh, it's two. Okay, okay. Yep. Cool. Because I wanted it to do a full stat increase. Yeah. 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 Sweet. All right. Um, and uh, you guys learned about uh, Wraith in the uh, Legend Glyphs, uh, learning about... Um, how this character really was the magic user of again the party that you're that you're watching, um, at least the more traditional magic user. They're of course uncovering these items as you are, so you feel that parallel between your two narratives currently. Mm. Um, but um, like all practitioners of magic, Nero, um, the, the the character is having a tough time negotiating. Um, you know, the morality and the ethics of magic use and what lines there are. And, you know, uh, not to quote Uncle Ben, but with such great power comes 60 second rice. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Um, it sounds accurate. Yeah, it sounds very accurate. Um, it sounds accurate. Um, so... <laughs> So one of the things uh, that you uh, really learned from those glyphs were the following lines. Whatever spoke to Wraith from the book would prove full of malice, an ancient demigod hell-bent on sundering the same ordered braces Wraith sought to destroy. At the back of his mind, Wraith, of course, knew not to trust such forces, but alas, the unavoidable attraction of the cunning. 
So you learned that the book in its um, in its heyday, um, of course, uh, would speak to Wraith the Bearer. Uh, this is something all too near and dear to your experiences, Nero. Mm. Books talking to you and what nit and in what such. Oh, yeah. So been there. Um, you guys, uh, you've got the book. Everyone is uh, a bit a bit tired. What? Would you like to do? I would say uh, we should probably stop to rest. Yeah, I'm only I'm down two spells, so like I could kind of take take it or leave it on recharging or good rest just just to have it, you know. Yeah. How much time do you need to regain your spells? Like, you would need six hours. Six hours. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. Your yeah. call, uh, <clears throat> boss. It's. It's not like Tom well, exists wait, here. I'm I'm the boss. <laughs> You're the boss of your spell book. Um, That's written in the front. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. I'll take, I'll take a nap. Keep keep out. It says keep out wizards only on Nero's spell. <laughs> I mean, the two spells are flaming sphere and telekinesis, so it might be nice to have those. Cool. So we're doing a rest. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Um. So, um, yeah, um, before the rest, um, does anybody have anything they want to say to the other characters or do or anything like that? Uh, oh, uh, I would like to position myself next to Peppery. Okay. For the sleep. And wait for him to fall asleep. And detect magic on his bag while under the covers. Okay, detect magic. So ma- I'm like, all like, under the blanket, like, detecting magic. Okay. Flashlight. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, go ahead and... All right, so you're going to cast the spell, um, and you're detecting magic. All right. Um, That's the sound of magic being detected. <laughs> you detect... Uh, you detect the same signatures of uh, a bag of holding, right? So something you've felt before. Oh, yeah. But if you're wanting to pierce that and try to figure out what the contents are, you're going to have to do some more advanced stuff because, you, as you well know, these these magical items, bags of holding and handy haver sacks and stuff like that, have... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, protective yeah. agencies. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I detect harder. So how would you like to try to delve deeper into that? Um, I guess, so I'm like detecting magic. Detect like, magic. I'm picking you're up like- on the initial aura of the bag, so I want to like focus and like get to the point where I can like ignore that aura and like dig a little bit deeper. Okay. And try to f- see what magic items or any items are inside. All right. Uh, are, are there any spells you'd like to try to cast, or do you want to just try to like sort of like focus... Kind of like story focus your energy, and I come up with like a skill check. Um, I mean, I guess detect magic would be the sc- the spell, and I don't know what other spells. I mean, I guess I could cast like fireball or something. Or oh no! <laughs> no, but like so. All right, so detect magic, but you're like focusing, and you're yeah. yeah there's like the way it works is like there's different rounds. Mm-hmm. Detect magic. Uh, detects magical auras, first presence or absence of auras, then number of different auras, and the power of the most potent one. Mm-hmm. Finally, strength and location of each. Okay. So I guess, and then after that, I would ha- I would make a uh, spellcraft check mm-hmm. to try to determine, like, the item itself. Cool. Very cool. That sounds great to me. All right. So, cast it. Give me an Arcana check. Okay. So you cast detect magic. That happens. That happens. It's going to be a 22. Okay. Um, so you're sort of detecting signatures. Um, it takes you a few moments to concentrate and get past the just the bag, right? Mm. But you're able to pierce that veil, and what happens in your mind's eye, right, is you feel yourself sort of drawn into a memory of when you crawled through that like crazy portal that Stellan set up, yeah, right. Yeah, that was like it was like bag bag of holding magic. You know what I mean? Like right. it, it, you know, and that's where that sea captain was that y'all pulled out. It's where like dog shit's ghost was. You know, right. in that mm-hmm. 
in in <laughs> the creepiest day of Nate's life. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or the nightmares on the boat. I can't remember. <laughs> The recurrent, the like, oh god, yeah, where you just wake up and weren't sure. Yeah, we've had some weird days. So anyway, um, so so you're kind of like pulled into your mind's eye there. This isn't like going to the netherworld. You're not like actually doing it, but like your your mind is manifesting the magic, right? right. Like this is how you see it. Like almost Minority Report it, right? Mm-hmm. All right, you're pulled into a uh, a similar sort of like situation. <laughs> Right where you're um, in that realm, and you're kind of floating there, floating there in the middle of like this, like you know, like velvety starfield, right? Um, gotcha, and, gotcha. I'm picturing it. Yep. And you see a couple of things, a couple of shadowy objects, uh, maybe like fifty yards away from you, um, and you're not quite sure where they are. One looks humanoid. Uh, and the others are kind of amorphous. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, roll for me another Arcana check. Sure. Ooh. Uh, it's going to be a 33. Yeah. So 33. the uh, shadowy figure sort of like takes, or the humanoid figure takes form, right? And it is uh, Mordecai. Okay. Yeah, but it's not her. It's like a like a a, a vision of her yeah. of sorts. Yep. And then uh the other things take form, right? And one of them it's really amorphous. It sort of like shrinks in size and it's that ceremonial dagger you had. The, uh the one on the boat. The one on the boat. Okay. It looks a lot like it. Interesting. And then the third thing that takes form is uh, the crown jewels. The crown jewels? Mm-hmm. Like the king's crown jewels? Yeah. What the, king's we- what the king wears for court right. and for ceremonial things. Okay. So f- would I gather from this experience that like... Like are these things actually in the bag or are these like representations of things that are in the bag? Make for me... Make for me a sense motive check. Hmm. Add a uh, add five. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't have that skill, right? Uh, seventeen. All right. Um, you see two things here that are connected to the royal family: this dagger and the crown. Yeah. Right. Um, and Mordecai being the third image that you see um, starts to change as you're like focusing and concentrating more right Um, and she starts like muttering something that you can't hear before she disappears Hmm. it sounds like something underwater freaky Mm -hmm. Uh, you feel yourself starting to like sort of like be pulled out of the Okay. Um, the check. The detect magic is kind of wearing off. Okay. Can I move, try to move closer to these objects, the jewels? Like in I'm your like, mind's eye? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you do that. Um, and yeah, you move close to them. You get like within touch range of them. Okay. Can I, can I touch them? Uh, you reach out and each one sort of like, just like poofs as just you like reach towards it. Dissolves. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the dagger. Uh, you're laying there on the uh, uh, on the ground next to Peppery. Like my bedroll or whatever. Yeah. And you come out like sweating and panting a little bit. And you're holding the dagger in your hand. And Peppery is next to you snoring. And everyone else is asleep. Okay. Uh, I'll kind of like pull the blanket up a little, a little higher and like. Put the dagger. Make for me a it. stealth check. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so don't fart really loud. <laughs> um, where is it? Okay. <laughs> <coughs> would you care, John? Would you care to tell the listeners what he rolled? You see it. Uh, technically, uh, it's a t- it's a ten. <laughs> technically, it's a ten. It, it is a one. It's mm-hmm. a flat one. Um, Natural. Cr- uh, At least fail. you're not climbing an ice tower. 
That's true. That's right. true. All right, uh, Mike. A very suspicious dagger. Mike, roll roll for me. Uh, uh, roll for me a perception check, John. Roll for me perception. Can I at least decide what the fart smells like? <laughs> Twenty six. Rutabaga. Okay. Thirty four. Uh, you both wake up. <laughs> Sneak wakes up, and Marantha and Peppery are still asleep. So the 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 three of you 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 sneak and germ all wake up from Nero dropping the dagger on the stone floor trying to like scooch his bed roll up and you see him sitting there the dagger's on the floor you all recognize this dagger it's the exact same one from the boat uh, that he's shown you before what do you want to do I. If you and if like be honest about your character, if you want to speak in a normal voice, you'll have to like make stealth checks to try to not wake people up. If you're trying not to wake other people up, okay. I see them all waking up, mm-hmm. right? so I immediately make you the, drop the knife and you're like, "Fuck!" Yeah, yeah. and I just kind of turn and see everyone looking at me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I want to make the finger over the mouth don't make a sound uh signal to everybody sneak will sort of like to see if everybody's on the like shake his head look around and everything like that and like raise his arms like in a shrug i i i assume we have like a lantern Mm -hmm. yeah 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 there's like a low light yeah yeah so i silently i have my finger over my mouth and i say i point to nate germ and sneak and i do like the circle motion that we should all meet up and move away and i move say to talk away from camp to talk (laughs) yeah Okay. okay. Does everybody sneak? How does, how does everybody respond? Sneak looks. Sneak like nods, but like really oddly and suspiciously. Germ. Uh, Germ immediately like reaches for the axe in his, the hand axe in his belt, like the throwing axe, and just kind of like he assumes that somebody there's some kind of ambush about to happen. I see that, and I'm assumes. like, I like put the hand out, like it's okay, like it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess just, I'm just, just I'm following his lead. I see him reaching, like I'm. Checking for my weapons and looking around. I said, just talk. Just yeah, talk, um, talk, talk. Nate, you, your hand rests on Pax Bringer, and the blades c- start coming out once, it, once you touch it. Oh. I, yeah, it takes, <laughs> it takes me like a half second. And, I'm like, and I, I let go. And just, okay. Well, okay. So I start to creep away from my bedroll. Okay. And like wave them to follow. I guess I assume we're like we're sleeping in a circle. I don't know yeah, if it matters, yeah. but yep. yeah, I guess I'll get up and just take a wide berth around Peppery and uh, right. Marintha. Everybody make stealth checks. This is risky. This is sneaks. Oh boy! Again. Tell me that's a one. Uh, it's no, it's a it's a two, and my dex bonus is only a three, so I rolled a five. <laughs> you don't have you don't have any any sneak. It's not one of my class skills. Oh, still, damn. Okay. That was 25. one of the things we, in the beginning. It was Nate, like, you're like over in the corner me. already. Like, guys. <laughs> yeah. 20, what the fuck? 21 for me. <laughs> All right. Yeah, oh, near- sorry that the the six foot five half orc in chainmail armor doesn't have great. <laughs> you you sleep skills. in your chainmail? <laughs> Learn to class. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Marantha and Peppery will make perception checks. As Marantha. Oh. Marantha wakes up. Peppery doesn't. He's snoring. Marantha's like. Looks and sees you guys okay, so, like so in I, a manner of like halfway or all the way over to the opposite side of this room. <laughs> so immediately I do the same thing. I'm just like, like finger over the mouth, pointing at her. Like she's open. like shrugged, yeah. like like you know, looking now, at you. And I so like I'm, I'm doing the same thing yeah. with him now. And I like hesitate and I look <laughs> over at Germ, and I but I know that Germ also has no idea what's going on. So I look back and I'm just like, all right, like and I wave her on to. Oh, okay. And I tell her to come. Right. Yeah, just, you, you've been in the corner for like an hour, right. like just waiting for him. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So have we made it or Miranda will get up. We'll also sneak over. Okay. She succeeds. <laughs> waiting for another botch. Mm-hmm. All um, right. So all of all five of you except for Peppery <laughs> are over in the corner. I kind of feel like a dick right now. <laughs> me too, but let me explain. All right, you have the floor Nero, and you guys are outside of do you have the dagger out? Here, like, do you have it? Yeah, I, I have it. 
Wait. Yeah, Marantha will like walk over with her hand on one of her scimitars when she sees you with that dagger. Yeah, and I have it out, and I'm like kind of displaying it. It's like I'm not trying to hide Wielding it. it. No. Um, I say, okay. Does everyone know what this is? Is that the same knife you found yes. on the ship? Yes. Marantha will also say yes, and then we'll like look at all of you as you guys start talking about the ship. Like, And then all like realize that Marantha wasn't there, and I'll be like, how do you know what this is? She's like, yeah, what are you talking about? She'll like, like reach down into her boot and like pull out a copy of the dagger, like a She's like, what are you doing with a ceremonial, a royal ceremonial dagger? I would ask you the same question, but we already know the answer that you worked for the royal court, so never mind. She's like, is that Peppers? Yes. Why do you have it? That was a, that was a, that was a gift from the king. This dagger was, or a dagger like this was used to murder somebody on our boat. And she was like, what boat? What are you talking about? Has nobody explained boat prom to this woman? (laughs) (laughs) Have you not seen season two? (laughs) Go back. Watch it. We'll wait. Can we we have a recap episode in the middle of of this episode just for her? Previously on Dumpsteads. Boat prom! (laughs) Back further, back further. Okay. I'll give her the cliff notes. Like, we were on a boat for a while. There was a lich. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on the run from the Royal Navy. And she'll say, she'll say, oh, oh, right. Season two. No. (laughs) Because they followed you guys. I've got it on TiVo. Yeah. No, they they, they followed the bad humanoids and their exploits. So. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, so this was during semester at sea. Mm -hmm. No, she'll say, she'll say, how did you come across that on the boat? Was it a Royal vessel? I don't recall it being. It was planted on me to make it look like I had killed someone in a completely different room that was locked. Um, okay. And she'll say, and, and when was this? Uh, season two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 18 nautical weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) As the crow flies. However many bells that is. Um, So you guys all remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Germ, you want to? It was my first case. (laughs) 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 And what was the conclusion of the... A god did it. That was the conclusion we came to. Of the kooky knife caper. It was an act of God was my conclusion. Case closed. Act of God. It's funny because like that was the conclusion. It was, yeah. Basically. But that doesn't that was really the same make night sense. That you tried to contact, uh, yeah, Vasca. But why would Vasca use a royal dagger? She's like, this is a specific gift given by the king or the reigning monarch to a person who serves the realm well. It, it, it's it's like a, a an award for, you know. So do a lot of people have them? She, she'll say, she'll say, not a lot, no. Like less than 20? She'll say, under the current king, I, if I recall correctly, uh, Peppery, the way, and myself were uh, in the 30s of these given out. Okay. So it's like the, you know, Presidential Medal of Freedom. Sure. You know, like yeah. it's given out to a couple each term. <laughs> You know. Can I ask what was the occasion that they decided to give you one of these? What Well Was it a specific thing or just like a lifetime achievement? Rodolfo of? gave it to the three of us um for our time at court right before we left. Um for separate um for separate uh, uh tasks done, but mostly involving the treasury and Money. Mm. Interesting, giving a weapon to an accountant. She'll say, 
It's ceremonial. Why not a pen? She'll say it's ceremonial mostly. I mean, I guess it can be used as a weapon, but but and she'll like she'll like hold a on ceremonial pencil or abacus. She'll take hers. She'll take hers and she'll say it's dull. And she'll like slide it across her wrists, like her bare wrists, and like you could tell she's putting pressure on it, and it's like completely dulled. What she is holding is one hundred percent ceremonial, yeah. and could not like if you put a ton of force behind it. Sure, you could you can turn anything into a weapon, but this is not meant to mm-hmm. maim or hurt. Yeah, Jerem would like to grab Peppery's dagger from Nero if you'll let me. Yeah, yeah. I'll, All right, and I'll try to do, I'll try to do the same thing, and I'll see if it'll cut. Uh, you take uh, five points of damage as you uh, ah, cut a little, sh- as you cut a shallow gash into your wrist. Luckily, you don't hit your. <laughs> it was my, uh, it was my, 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 my offhand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't look. That, Thank God. That doesn't look very dull, Marantha. She... I say, ooh, Peppery's dagger, not so ceremonial, and and I feel like. The bad human, like N- Nero and Nathaniel, have been with me long enough that they kind of get the sense that I'm ramping up to something. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Germ's got a hunch. <laughs> yeah, don't make fun of his hunch. <laughs> no, it's a it's a great hunch. It is a great hunch. So, I, and I show I show everybody, including Marantha, my bleeding hand. She and will she will make a face. Reaction. She will make a face of disbelief, but also accepting. <laughs> Can I sense motive her? Go ahead. Actually, everyone do, do it. Uh, yeah, at that moment, everyone should do that. God, Germ is the worst detective. Uh, 11. 11. All right. Six. Sneak out of 20. There you go. And so Sneak will kind of like walk forward and will say, Marantha, right now we need to know something. Would Peppery have any reason whatsoever to sabotage this mission or harm any of us, including and especially yourself? And Marantha will sigh and she'll say, No. I, I've known the man for nearly ten years at this point. He's uh, always been a good man. I, I, can't, I can't in my head fathom why... He would have this this trophy sharpened. Does the name Mordecai mean anything to you? She'll like hang her head a little bit and she'll say, Yeah, it does. Go on. Every monarch has his or her chief advisor and it seems stereotypically that every chief advisor has nothing but nefarious intent Mm. for not only the king or queen but also the realm Mordecai is not the king's advisor but she is the advisor's enforcer Mm. you know she's dead She'll say, or undead. She'll say, she'll say, part of the impetus for us leaving was the basically infiltration of the undead in the royal court. That's a pretty good reason, I suppose. Northerners. Something that the realm has chosen to ignore for quite some time, that the north is basically overrun with vampires. Peasants and vassals and nobles alike, all under the boot under the boot heel of the king's trusted advisor. That's why we left. That's why we fled and changed everything. We've talked we've talked about this a little bit, but out again. Yeah. Who do we know who the king's trusted advisor is? Not necessarily. Not by name. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but Mordecai is. It's one of those positions. Enforcer. Right. It's like a Steve Bannon position. Just they go through them like you know, <laughs> like the hand of the king. Yes. Yeah. Which ones are currently under indictment? Is what yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. 
Which one most recently interviewed with the... The one that's under... The FBI director. Um, This universe's equivalent of Bob Mueller is... (laughs) (laughs) Doing God's work. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you for the uh, history lesson, Marantha, but I do have just one question. What's that, detective? Do you remember, as I clearly do, in the room with the mirrors for lack of a better word. The portals, yeah. uh, Pepri swore on his life that he didn't even have a dagger when Nero said he had a vision of Pepri with a dagger behind his back. And Pepri said, I swear I don't even have a dagger. It's got to be made up. And then we searched him. and And we found no dagger. Well, now we found one. Nero found one. So... You've known him for 10 years. You've been traveling with him. You knew he had one of these daggers because you knew he, he was given one just like you and the way were. So I was surprised why did he not when, speak up? Why did he hide the fact that he had it? I was surprised when he lied to you, but I figured it was part of what we've been doing for the past few years since we stopped being employed by the king, and that was at every turn, refusing to acknowledge that we ever worked within the courts. That's why we changed our names, our appearances, and everything. But you'd have no reason to hide your... Yeah, they would. I forget... Yeah, they would. Because if we found royal daggers on them with the royal army on our backs, that would make them look like... Right, but they had already... Secret agents. We had already already known about their history... Well before we went into that room. I just don't buy it, says Germ. Another out-of-game question. Mm-hmm. If, if you can recall, mm-hmm. the conversation that Nate and Peppery had, he yes. kept repeating a word or a phrase that I cannot recall. He kept talking about like wanting to go home or something along those lines. Completing his mission. Yeah. Completing his mission. Yeah. And not our, the question I have was like, why not our mission? Right. Why was he saying my mission? My mission. Yeah. Correct. That was the it was the word my instead of our. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I would like to bring that up. Okay. Tell Marantha we had a strange conversation that did not sit well with me, and it's looking a lot worse in hindsight now. She'll look over at him, and. Without looking back to to you guys, we'll say, while still looking past y'all at him, we'll say, I really don't know what's going through his head. I thought I knew him. I thought I'd be able to answer any questions anyone could ask about him. I felt like he was my brother. Both he and the way, she'll roll her eyes. And I have been through a lot together. In our years in the royal employ and all then after. It seems that, and she'll turn to you, Nate, Mr. Cato, following the tracks of your mother brings nothing but hardship. I know you are no stranger to hearing or feeling that. I really don't know, gents, and I'm very sorry that I cannot answer towards Pippery's motivations for why he would conceal this and also why he would have it sharpened and in his person like this. How did you get it off of him? I mean, I don't see why that's anyone's business. And she was like, oh, I, I, I think that's important. <laughs> and Germ says, I would agree. Yeah, that is important. You know, discovery. It's basic discovery. Your Honor. Boom, boom. Okay. Okay. Germ, 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 was it, I forget if it was like the, yesterday or the day before. Recently, 
I noticed that Pepri had a very, very rare form of magical bag, a bag of holding. You guys are familiar. I have one yes. myself. Um, and I guess I have been suspicious of him for a while now. So I went snooping. Not proud of it, but it seems like I had a reason. He's not being upfront with us about something. And this dagger was not the only thing I saw in the bag. Saw in the bag? Yeah, like in the bag, what I saw. So you went inside it? Like magically. Oh. I was just like looking at it. I'm sorry. I'm sitting here thinking that you were just like frisking him up in his sleep or something like that. No, no, no. It was all just magic. It was magic- magical scrying. Magical you know, violation. Magical vi- right. Yeah, not physical. Violation. Not as bad. <laughs> She's like, I'm of course kidding. I suspect him now as much as you lads do. Please continue. So I saw the dagger. I saw the royal crown jewels. And I saw Mordecai. Crown jewels. Yeah. The dagger was the only thing that was tangible, though. Sneak will say, and the way a lot of these magical items work is that if you are convinced that something is inside, all you need to do is reach inside, think of that thing, and it comes to you. But as far as I know, the object actually has to be in there. Correct. 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 All right. Jer and like Sneak will like look note. back at Peppery now. <laughs> Jerm makes a mental note to reach into the bag and think about Peppery's confession. <laughs> <laughs> that he's written out. Yeah. I, 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 I'll speak of it. I realize we're probably well past this, but Marantha, could I see your dagger, please? And she'll like, you know, flip it to the hilt and pass it to you. I'll just very gently like run my thumb across both sides of the blade. Dull. Dull. Completely. Butter knife. Um, as okay. he's holding them, can I just do a quick detect magic over both of them? Uh, sure. Yeah, you pop that off. Um, and uh, you get um, faint traces of like death magic on both. On both? Faint. Faint. Yeah. Some, like to the tune of something or someone that practiced death magic or was themselves dead or undead held these things previously. It's like a fingerprint. Okay. Marantha, do you know how many people handled these knives before you got them? I presume just the king. I'll put the handle back towards her. She'll take it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I would imagine the smith who made them, then the king, I mean... I doubt the king dealt with the smith personally. That doesn't sound like a king to me. So we're talking people for that. Probably max three people before it got to you guys. Okay. Just I just I mean, shoot, I'm just a pirate captain and I have people bring me my daggers. That's right. You know? Bring me my daggers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the mood for stabbing. Stabbing. (laughs) Here I go. There I go killing again. When I need a, a real, you know, project. I don't always ask people to bring me things, but when I do, it's something I can kill someone with. <laughs> exactly. It's Germ Crowley. As far as, I'm, I imagine these, like, the hilts are pretty ornate. Yes. Uh, I'll take a close look at any inscriptions, any symbology. Okay. Symbology, like that. Thank you. All right. Interesting. Um, Make for me a perception check. Add five, John. Slash Nate. Uh, Let's see. 38. Awesome. Damn, by the way. Want to hit that 40? Want to hit that 40? I'm trying. All right. John uh, hits a warp and goes straight to the final level. Yeah, John, you are the dagger. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) 
can't use me. I'm dull. <laughs> yeah, you turn into Alan. You turn into Alan Daggerport. <laughs> Alan Daggerport. <laughs> Daggerport. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm only cool to be bro. worn at high society or government functions. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, Ruby? Ugh. <laughs> so ornate. <laughs> so flashy. Yeah. All right. So here's what you see on the dagger. Um, uh, it's like a like an exact copy of the one part of your check. You succeed on remembering the exact one that Nero had on the boat, and you're like, "Oh yeah, tall copy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No dif- no Flo-jet. differences. Uh, the only thing that you see is that Marantha's name is inscribed on this one. Um, you don't remember, or you can't remember, mm-hmm. if there was a name inscribed on the boat dagger. Okay. That part of your memory is either missing or you just never registered it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not sure about that, but this one has Marantha's name scrawled beautifully on the bottom of the hilt. Okay. The hilt is like onyx with gold filigree uh, throughout. Mm-hmm. Uh, the blade curves um, a little bit um, and almost like... Um, remember how... Count Dooku's lightsaber hilt was sort of like bent, mm-hmm. like how he how he held that. The dagger it forms it, so it's almost like a kukri, right? Yeah. Like that sort of like curved nature of it, but it's not as wild of a angle of that. It's just a slight ornate curve. Uh, the blade itself um, is like you know folded steel, really nice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he, your perception check gets you. Uh, the following on the blade itself. There is some like faint inscriptions on the blade. You see the Royal seal, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And then on the reverse side, um, you see uh, these like uh, this, this like symbol of uh, uh, it looks like kind of it's octagonal in nature. Mm -hmm. Right. And there is like, so it's almost like, Imagine a, a an octagon and it was the letter Q, right? So it had like the little tail coming off the bottom right corner, mm. right? And but that tail comes through the bottom two vertices of the of the of the octagon in the bottom right corner, right? Mm-hmm. So if you got like you know like imagine eight dots that form an octagon, mm-hmm. two on the bottom, two on each side, two on the top, right? This sort of like line that almost looks like a burn etching comes through like uh, the, the rightmost of the bottom dot and then the one diagonally up from it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would like to do two things. Um, I would assume I'm, I'm referencing one of my journals, one of my journal entries, and yeah. there's one that has a drawing. I would assume this is like a more ornate Illustration. Uh huh. I would like to lay that down, and I would like to lay the blade, uh-huh. the curve of it. See if like flip it, rotate it, see if I can get it to match. Wh- which drawing are you are you pre- um, referring? I'm to? referring of uh, Valia. This is on both daggers, right? The curve is the. I can't believe you fucking did this. The curve is the exact angle of the Valian horns. Like it's like it matches on one side. If you flip it, it matches on the other. Correct. So, so have you shared this with us yet? No. Um, like I just did that, and okay. what I'm going to do is turn everything around facing the group. Yeah, I mean, we're like watching you do this, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to point to the eight to the octagon, and ask Nero, which two fields of magic are these? Uh, death and time. Time. What's this? And I point to the line jutting out. It's chaos. I, it's chaos. Yeah. It's the intersection of death it's, and time magic. Yeah. It's the ninth uh, field, I guess. Magical school. Marantha will like... That's crazy. Like step back from it, sort of like... What is going on? I feel like we're a national treasure. Yeah. This dagger holds a map to the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, worth it. Yes. It's totally worth it. Oh, <laughs> oh, bound for Hartland. Bees, bees. So, so do you? 
I mean, I guess you you've done the thing where you lined up the dagger. With yeah, the I show everybody that. So Germ now kind of puts the two hilts of the daggers together to see if it makes like a horn shape. Yep. Is Peppery's name? And uh, you know, it's, it's a meaningless gesture. He just like he just it he looks just cool. wants to help. Real quick, you're looking at the name inscription. Yeah, yeah. Peppery's name is on it, so yeah. this is his. Both have the same eight sided mm-hmm. line. Those mm-hmm. Vasca's horns, right? Or Valia's horns. God, I thought Valia was the good one. No, there is no, no dead one. There's no, no it isn't. Does that even exist? No, not really. <laughs> at this yeah. point. We were, I th- we I think were lucked beyond- out. We got two Satans in this world. Yeah, I think we're beyond good and evil <laughs> <laughs> at this point. We're at fucking oh fuck. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Jerome will say, what do you say we wake up, Peppery? What do we do? And ask him some questions. I'm down. We need to get his bag. I mean, if he's a, probably, if he's a threat, there's no telling. We should probably ask him if you know permission, even though I didn't already. I do feel bad about what I did. I just couldn't help myself. I'll allow it. <laughs> All right, shall we? Yeah, yeah. I guess I'll go, or maybe Marantha should wake him up. Yeah. Computer died. That's why I took pictures uh, of my screen. <laughs> need a charger? Huh? Need a charger? Do you have one for the for the use? Yeah, be great. Which one is it? It's the new, newer. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Six. Let's, Let's do that. Timeout. Yeah, thirty second timeout. We're gonna do a little uh, uh, good germ, bad germ here. Oh yeah. Little germ cop, germ cop. <laughs> bad, bad germ, worse germ. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love detective germ episodes. Good humanoid, bad humanoid. Oh. Yes. Absolutely. We need like a Oof. specific theme song for Detective Germ Centric episode. It's the Law and Order Special Victims Unit All thing. Right, so, Bob, like, I'm going to ask you do yeah. we have any apples in our provision? I'll say you guys picked up a few from Brimley, sure. Okay. Okay. So, I'd like to, as he's waking up, I'd like to like have my foot up on like a box and I'd like to be peeling an apple <laughs> with, his, with his dagger. And eating it, I want me doing that to be the first thing he sees when he wakes up. Like eating the slices off the hilt, off the blade. Exactly. Of the like yeah. like every bad guy in every children's cartoon ever, <laughs> just peeling an apple with a dagger and eating it. You cut but yourself also, five like, times. No. Captain Ow. Pose, you know? uh, amazing. Okay. All right, I, I, need, I, I need either I need to either have my foot up on something like Captain Morgan, or I need to be leaning on something. Right, there's nothing really to lean on. Except right. is there a wall nearby? Oh yeah, sure, sure. All right, so I'll lean on the wall <laughs> with also your foot propped up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is great. And somehow petting a cat, like. <laughs> <laughs> I also pour myself a glass of cognac. Uh, One of those things can be unplugged. And you have a cigarette hanging out of your mouth. And I, yeah. Yes, and I light a cigarette at the same time. Wait, no, actually, they cannot. Sorry. Oh, Rob, that just gave me the great inspiration. We should write a detective drama, but the detective has four arms so that he can do all of these things at once. <laughs> By the way. So he, so he can be lighting a cigarette and peeling an apple and pouring himself a drink at like the same time. Got an idea. I, honestly, I love it. That, you know that's I mean? a great yeah. idea. I feel like that's germ pulls out like his pocket recorder. Story idea. <laughs> yeah. Note to self. All right. So you're going to do that, and you guys are going to wake up old Peppers. Who would like starts peeling the apple. Who would like to wake him up? Uh, I think Marantha should do it. Uh, I think that's a good idea. Yep. Keep him as calm as possible. And shut up. All right. Marantha will lean down, and will sort of nestle him, and he'll wake up, and she's like, all right, dear. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. And he'll like jolt up and he'll see you, germ. <laughs> and he'll look and. The rest of us are just like slightly. Oh, yeah, just him. like just standing there like. Uh, you guys are standing there like, like twiddling your thumbs. Sneak will actually say, hey, guy. <laughs> Good morning, sleepyhead. Um, 
All right, Jerm. Uh, he'll take a moment and then like focus his eyes, and you see him see the dagger, and his eyes will go wide, and he just won't say anything. I say, what's wrong, Peppery? You look like you've seen a ghost. He'll say, um, no ghost, just um, my dagger there. Oh, your da- oh, it's yours. Yes. Interesting. I don't remember you showing us this dagger when we searched you three rooms ago, or He'll- four rooms ago, or however many rooms ago it was, when you swore to us up and down that you did not even own a dagger. He'll say, he'll say, it was in my bag of holding. And he'll like pull his bag of holding out from like under his tunic, under his armor, and like throw it on the ground in front of him. And he'll say, um, and he'll like look over at Marantha and say, we, uh, we, we both have them. And she'll right, say, but only yours is sharp. She'll look at him and say, sorry, love. And uh, he'll say, yeah, I sharpened mine for defense. Last resort kind of thing. Defense against what or who? He'll say, anything. Marantha, the way, and I had to change who we were after we left the royal court. So... I took it upon myself to turn my parting gift into a, another line of defense. Sorry I, didn't I, men- sorry I didn't mention it earlier. I understand your motives. I once turned a chair leg into a weapon. Uh, he'll like, I turned lots of things into weapons. He'll like raise his but, eyebrows and nod like impressive. <laughs> but I have to ask, why did you hide it from us? When we asked you directly... If you owned a dagger, you realize, of course, this gives more credibility to Nero's vision that he had where you were hiding a dagger behind your back. He'll say, yes, it does. And it seems as though that vision has come to fruition. You found the dagger I was hiding. Were you hiding that dagger? Correct. So you actually had it behind your back during that conversation? No, just hiding it. I figured that all those things were figurative, metaphorical. Yeah, visions aren't always literal. In fact, they're usually not. Just and, in his defense. And like Peppery will like gesture towards Nero in a... See? Jerem, if, if I may. Your witness. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> Your honor. I'm just a, I'm just a simple roustabout rogue. <laughs> roustabout. I am a ne'er-do-well, a huckster, a grifter, a confidence man, if you will. I may not know much, but I do know this. This guy's a fucking liar. <laughs> I'll say, uh, Peppery, we have a mission. Yes? He'll nod. And I'll gesture away from him to the rest of the group. Yeah. What's our mission? What is our mission? To seek out and find your mother. And gather whatever we can in the time we have left. What's your mission? To seek out and find your mother and help all of us gather what we can in the time we have left. What? Is your mission? Um, you guys will see him do one of the two, or one of the many symptoms of a liar—the looking at the ceiling, the you know shifting, that kind of thing. Right, sweating a little bit. Sweating a little bit. He'll oh say, "Boy, it's time for bad humanoid. Even <laughs> good humanoid. It's time for bad humanoid." He'll say, "Just seek out your mother," and he'll lock eyes with you gather whatever information we can in the time we have left. I will kick the bag further away. Yeah. <clears throat> His bag? And yeah. Yeah. Nice. Pull out Paxbringer. 
Jesus! <laughs> the blades ignite. Uh, you notice that when you pull it out, the uh, the black blade is the one in the offensive position at that moment. What is your mission? He will say, And he'll like look over at Peppery and, or sorry, look over at Marantha and look at the rest of you and he'll say, he'll just like fall to his knees, sobbing uncontrollably. And um, he'll point to his bag of holding and he'll say, he'll say, there's 5,000 gold in there. A payment. A payment for me to report where we were and how we were progressing in this place. How? I don't know who it was, but I needed the money. How are you communicating? He will, uh, Point to the bag, say, it's got some kind of two-way connection. Anything that I speak into it is transmitted to the other side. What other side? I would like to pick up the bag while this is happening. Okay. Say, I don't know whoever paid me, and I don't know who it is. Uh, everybody sense motive. Uh, John, add five. Fifteen. Four. Eleven. Um, he seems to be panicking and telling the truth. Finally. <laughs> Coming clean. There's easier ways to make 5,000 gold. He'll say, I'll hold my hand up at yeah. zero. When was the last time you spoke to him? When we got to this new level. What did you say? I told them where we were. I told them the item that was procured in that courtyard, the, the staff. And I told them the, the legends that we read in that opening portion. And I assume you've done this on every floor. Every floor. They know exactly where we are. Whoever it is. Marantha will just, like, you'll see just, like, tears streaming down her face. But, like, she's not crying or sobbing. Her face is, like, perfectly still with a look of just, like, disappointed disbelief. And, like, tears just kind of, like, uncontrollably coming down and just like dropping onto the stone floor. Like, but she, she does not look sad. She doesn't look like yeah. distraught, panicking, anxious or anything like that. The normal faces that would accompany tears. It is just stone cold disbelief and, you know, disappointment. Yeah. What were you going to do if we found my mother? Let them know. And then what? I don't know. I don't know what they wanted. I don't know what they would gain from this. I just knew that I needed this money. Badly. I have my hand in the bag. Mm-hmm. Just... Are you thinking of anything? Uh... Yeah, but I'm intentionally not doing anything yet. Because I, I want to see how this... Nero, Nero wants to see... Where this conversation goes. Okay. But I have my hand in the bag. Yeah. Yeah, Sneak is kind of, like, pacing. Like, with his... Because, like, you know, like, what his job is in all of this. And he's like, oh, fuck. If this whole thing is botched, like... You know the, st you know the stakes that he's yeah. considering. Yeah. As the, as the ward. The one who's supposed to, like, lead 
whoever needs to get to the Auratron to hear what the Auratron has to say. And if that's completely fucked now, Snake is, like, feeling all the things of, <laughs> like, shit, 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 shit. And, like, all of you are kind of having this sort of moment of, like, you didn't know these guys, Marantha Sneak in the way, like you, or sorry, Marantha Peppery in the way, right? It's almost like a, why did we let them come with us? You know, like, you know, sure, the extra manpower has been helpful and sure, the extra, you know, like. They're knights of Elise. Right, like, exactly. It seemed. And they sold, you, you know, like they. Perfect. They told that story and like, you can tell that it is true because of Marantha. You know what I mean? Like, you don't get a single... Marantha has been 100% forthright with you this entire time. Like, Marantha has not... Yeah. You know, Peppery has been lying the entire time and just can't take it anymore. And is busted. Yeah. Earlier than I thought, but Kiyu. <laughs> when did they approach you? He'll say... And he'll, like... He'll, like, like look at you, and Marantha will say, No. You look at me when you answer that question. When did they approach you? When were you ever out of my or the, the way's sight? And uh, he'll look at her and he'll say, he'll say, uh, Garden City. And uh, you guys know of Garden City as like a, you know, it's like a big major city in the continent, right? It's like a, Almost like a vacation resort type place, right? Where a lot of rich people go. Mm. Um, and Marantha will hang her head and she'll like say, like, if it was going to be anywhere where people have the money, who was it? And he'll say, I don't know. It, it, it was given to me by a courier. I was contacted by... I was contacted by courier and then given the money by a different courier. How'd you get the bag? It was part of the five grand. Part of the deal was contacting them. And, and like, you know this, Nero, is, like, not just anybody has bags of holding or handy haver sacks. These are rare yeah. magical items. Yeah. Really, really rare in this game like in this world especially yeah. like like the one i got i got from a professor at the school of magic right former one and one that like was not just a professor but also you know yeah, like, like involved the in the guy in the like, magical <laughs> politics of this world yeah, yeah. like yeah. like like you know like if there's any like one gandalf lives right of right yeah world. there's one of like five people who could like truly procure and control one of these things yeah. And that's another thing that you think of. Like, these things are uh, potentially unstable magical items, too. So the fact that it's in the hands of a non-practitioner... Yeah, that, I mean, that's why I was so suspicious it's, in the first place. It's dangerous and risky that it's even here. Yeah. Right? Because, like, you can really fuck up with one. You know, I mean, you've been, in, <laughs> you've been inside one and, like, yeah. and, like seen... So that's going through your head, too. You're thinking of all the magical ramifications. Yeah. Nate, um, you can't think of anything but your mom. Mm -hmm. Germ, you're thinking about that uh, that phone book you want to hit him with. <laughs> <laughs> Germ's thinking about season three of The Shield. And yeah. What would Michael Chiklis do? What would Chiklis do? Nate? Look at him, and I'm, like, running everything through my head, and start laughing a little bit. Yeah, the fatigue just... of this place is... <laughs> you, you weren't supposed to get out of here alive. When they were done with you, they were going to kill you, just like they're going to try to kill us. He'll, like, narrow his eyes, and he'll start saying... How did you expect to get out of here? Uh, 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 and he'll, like, look around, and he'll say... Hadn't thought of that. They offered you 5,000 gold to follow us into this <laughs> basilica that exists beyond space and time. They didn't give you an exit strategy and you still thought it was a good idea. 
<laughs> they found the perfect fucking mark. I envy them. Yeah, like all of your old days are like coming back to you. Like, you know, everything David taught you and everything is like just like flooding into your brain. Let me let me give you uh, let me give you one quick lesson. One of the first things I learned. Look around this room. He'll do it. <laughs> Who's the sucker? You don't see him? It's you. He'll just hang his head in utter shame. You fucking twat. Pepri. What else is in your magical bag? Can I interject real quick? Sure. I like to think when Jerem brings it up. Yeah that uh, everyone goes to look at the bag. I, I am now crawling into the bag. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. I want my like... legs to be out of the, like, <laughs> like hanging out of the bag. All right, I will say everyone's been so focused on Pepper that when you turn to, like, and everyone will do, like, a slow turn look, and there are hobbit legs sticking out of the bag. little legs. Just yeah. Ooh, halfling legs. Sorry, you're right. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry. We don't want to get sued. Hobbit is our word. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> our fault. <laughs>